Chevalier Mortgage. You can call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578 or visit dnvrmortgage.com where you can get signed up for a free consultation and to discuss all of your options as well as get free DNVR merch. Check it out today. I'm sure you've heard about the great mortgage rates out there right now, but Mike and Virginia are not your typical mortgage company. Yes, they do have the phenomenal rates, but what makes them different is that Mike is a certified financial planner and looks at so much more than just rate when designing your home loan. Plus, they're a small family-owned company just like us here at DNVR, so you'll always feel like a person and not a number. Again, head on over to dnvrmortgage.com and check them out today. Last five feet. Oh, we're good. We're bad. Oh, there it is. Hey, we're here. No, you're not. No, you're not. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Oh, now it's. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. yeah. All right. Woo! All right. Weirder. The start of this show or that hockey yeah, game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hockey game. Come on. Yes, yeah. 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 That's that, that actually true. You hear? Yeah, that was the perfect extension of whatever that game is. It really was. Uh, look, that game was messy. And you can, uh, we'll no doubt talk about some of the problems the Abs had as well as the successes, but. Hockey's just weird, man. Sometimes weird stuff just happens, and it felt like most of the things in that game was just weird randomness. Well, didn't so. we? Did we not say it in the pregame? I said this game goes one. You know, we were like, this game goes one of two ways. It's either this like really close, weird game where Ottawa hangs in it early, then they just kind of hang around, or the Abs blow them out, yeah. and it ended up being yeah you know, seven to five, <laughs> and and it was just it, the Abs dominated that entire game, that entire game. And every time Ottawa got a rush, they either got an absolute laser of a goal yep. or just like these really weird, fluky, and sometimes a little bit of both. They, yeah. I mean, they capitalized on their chances and they capitalized against Kemper, who I don't know what was going on back there. Yeah, I, I don't know. Rudo and I were talking about it during the game. I actually had no issue with Darcy Kemper tonight. Yeah. Look, did yeah. Kemper play well? No, I, I had, I had no issue with him. Outside of the fourth goal, which he gave up a really bad rebound on, yeah, yeah, he got beat by a deflection, two laser beams, and a goal where he was tripped by his own defenseman. And, and yeah, and then, so. then not only was he tripped, then his skate was like yeah. stuck in a certain position. I, I don't know. I just he had to leave for ten minutes right in the middle of the game. I just it I, was just a weird one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah, I just don't. I don't have an issue with Darcy Kemper tonight. <laughs> um, but it's funny because we've seen him now for you know the last five, six games coming into tonight. He's actually been the one that's you know helped kind of carry the Abs, put them in position to win. And tonight he needed them to bail him out a little bit. And, and, right. and you know you see a little bit of that give and take. And again, this is what a contending team looks like. There, there were bounces, weird bounces all night, bounces going against them, weird pucks going in, and they just kept battling through. And yep. every time they needed to score, they went, they found a way to score a goal. And honestly, they, they, they honestly kind of like imposed their will when it came to that. Yeah. When they decided it was time to score, they did it yeah. quickly. Twice in this game, Ottawa gets a goal, and within a minute, the Avs score one back. Yeah. And on the one hand, you say, why didn't you just do that before they <laughs> scored? But on the other hand, yes, it shows, I think especially compared to the start of the season where Avs in third periods, not exactly good buddies so far this season. Yes, they got down twice in this third period, but they came back and got the job done. And it shows a little bit of that resilience that I think this team had been lacking. Now, granted... Ottawa's not very good, <laughs> but you'll take the dubs from the doctor whenever you can get them. So, Absolutely. I mean, I think we were all prepared to take the one point out of this game. There. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, yeah in, a, in a game like that, now, there's a couple ways that, to, to look at tonight, right? Like, you had a team, hadn't played in a week, you had been on the road for a couple nights, they're a bad team, and... You can sit there and you say, this is a weird one. There was all kinds of stuff that will never repeat themselves. And if you step back, I haven't looked at the deserve to win meter but I'd imagine it's pretty heavily tilted towards the Avs. So I would think so. 
You don't think so? No, I said I would. Oh, think. Oh, I, yeah. oh, I was like, really? The second period shots were nineteen to three. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and so, like, you said, there... never. It, yeah, it was never in the Sens' favor ever. <laughs> right, 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 right. And and so, like, yeah, like, like you you look at it as like, hey, with all the weirdness going on, as you know, you're looking at the process, right? Yeah. Saying your process was really good for most of the night. Yeah. You're happy with you know if you get any points out of it. But then on the other side, you're sitting there saying, no, you're glad they didn't just get the one point because they battled through adversity within a game. And that, that seems to be the theme of the last couple of weeks of getting over the hump, pushing back when you need to. Uh, and again, just complete contrast to what we saw the first 10 games. They don't pull this game out in game seven with the way they were playing. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's an interesting one because the Avs didn't play their normal style it felt like it felt like they did fall into a little bit of just full yolo hockey but they're good enough to beat teams like that so yeah it, seriously there yeah, are, you want to go ahead I, I didn't want to cut you off no no, no you're good i, I want to say like they were playing down to the senators but they they weren't they no, were no they were playing weird there was just like some awkward bounces it's it's seriously like Probably like my first kiss with a girl. It was like very <laughs> awkward for everybody involved. Well, and, and it was so funny because you had a 5-5 game at one point and you're looking at it in terms of like, wow, Philip Gustafson is playing really <laughs> well and keeping his team in this. And then you look down at the other end and it's like, yeah, Darcy Kemper's having a bit of a tough night. You know, things aren't going in. Like, it's so funny how you can look at that scoreboard at 5-5 five to five and, and realize that there's two completely different things going on on the ice. <laughs> Absolutely. There's a team with five goals that has earned five goals, and there's a team with five goals that is just taking advantage of the fact that they're just getting some dumb luck. Yeah. Um, but the Avs looked confident. Like, they looked like yeah. they... Again, they, they, they looked like they knew we can go get a goal when we need it, and, and we're going to eventually pull this out. There was a small lull at the very beginning of the third when Ottawa took the lead on the power play where they, they looked like they dropped their shoulders a bit, and then they snapped right out of it. Which, bring your stat up, because that was funny, too. Yeah, I actually, I am, am going to pull it up. Uh, I need to get the exact statistic, but there is horrific, horrific numbers for uh, power plays to start the period. Everyone thinks it'd be really positive having the fresh ice, but the numbers say the exact opposite. I don't have it right in front of me. Uh, but I was in the middle of saying that when they scored. And, and to be fair, I started a sentence with, I'm going to end up eating these words yeah, here. You did, yeah, but, you did, for sure. And then they did right in the middle of me explaining it. Uh, good night, though. Like, honestly, a good night for the Avs. It's a little up and down the game, you know, the, the score itself. But when you step back and look at this game from a whole as a whole, um, they played well and they won the game. Nope. At the end of the day, that's all that matters. Nope. All right, let's go back to the start here. Cash in my bet. Val Nachushkin gets on the board first. Yep. Uh, I got paid. Seriously. I got yeah. paid on, although, Blaze, you hit every bet in your book tonight. Well, right? no, because uh, I don't think McCarr Oh, McCarr didn't it. get the yeah, assist. Ru That's right. Rudo That's right. yelled, McCarr assist, I swear, McCarr assist. I swear he got the third assist or something. Cause yeah, but I mean, uh, otherwise, I, I think I went like uh, four for five. So so you did okay. Yeah. You did okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the nuke goal. Uh, the only reason I got paid is because Kadri totally botched it. <laughs> No, that was intentional. Uh-huh. Intentionally <laughs> passes it through a wide <laughs> through open crease. net. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was a beautiful touch. No, sure. I don't know what you're talking uh -huh. about. Uh-huh. Okay. Knowing I... that Nuke was going to skate from behind the net <laughs> and get his stick out there. We should have known it was going to be a weird game from that goal alone. Seriously, like... seriously. That's on us. That's on us for not expecting that. <laughs> should have just buckled up right then and there. Yeah. Um, but... The, not as relevant in this game, but another nice factor. We've seen the Avs starting to score that first goal of the game more and more over this winning streak. So life gets a lot easier when you put yourself in good spots like Absolutely. that. Um, that worked out well. Obviously, the first period ended up 2-2. Um, a lot of sloppiness, I, I think, on the Avs, particularly with the puck in the defensive zone. Blaze, you were, you were saying as soon as they got it to 5-5, just... High and out every yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically at that point, like, well, you just saw everything. It was, it was just like weird bounces going on with the puck right in the corner. It's just a lot of weird shit happening. Yep. Um, and yeah, at that point, it's just like, yeah, high and out and just go get the puck in the neutral zone. Don't worry about making that nice pass, you know, to create a breakout because <laughs> it's, it's not working. Like, 
even if they make that pass, you're just concerned that it's something the puck's terrible. Bounce. Gonna yeah, something's <laughs> going to happen with whoever's receiving the pass. Well, and the other thing to note as well, Ottawa was skating really hard. Like they, oh, for sure, they they played really sloppy. They're, nothing that they were doing was crisp. But they were, they were just kind of like crash test dummying into <laughs> everything, like arms and legs. and, and They were loc Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And like that Tyler Ennis penalty, which could have been a five, was kind of like like the epitome of that all night where he just, for no reason at all, pulls up and hits Tyson Jost five feet away from the puck right in the head. It's like, what are you doing? Like you're trying to skate hard, but uh, – yeah, you know, but but it's like they're they're just doing shit like that all. So you give them credit for working hard. That's how they earn some of those bounces. But yeah. woof, <sighs> yeah, hard work only gets you so far in this right, league. Right, 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 right. Case right. in point, Kale McCarr, dude. I, it's like I don't know if I can call it another level because Kale McCarr was already so good, but. In the last five games, it's felt like Kale McCarr has just decided that he is, in fact, better than everyone else in <laughs> yeah, this league, yeah. and he's just going to do whatever he wants. So what? how do teams answer that, dude? I mean, what do you do when Kale McCarr just decides he wants to win a hockey game? Yeah, I, that's a hard question to answer. <laughs> I don't think anyone's really figured it out yet. <laughs> has anyone really shut him down when he's healthy? As a healthy player? No, the dude's got... Seven goals on the season now, and five of them have come in the last four games. Seven, seven goals on the season, and he's a defenseman. Yeah, the, you're right. Like, what? That second goal tonight, too. Like oh. he just, like oh. we talked about before, like before the game, right? He just opens up the ice, and then he has time to decide on what he's going to do with the puck. Well, and I mean, now that his wrist is good, it's yeah. just like I'm just going to shoot and score. The I think it was his second one, Rudo. You were talking about like, and again, it goes back to exactly what we were talking about the pregame. His hips, his shoulders, yep. his body is moving. He's <laughs> all moving left, and the puck goes back right at ninety-five <laughs> miles an hour. Like it's crazy, man. Like his his ability to create his own space and and just do things that I again I've just never seen somebody do on the ice. Yeah. It's it's wild. He, it's, what. Six shots on goal tonight, I think, too. Like it was I think it was six after the second period. Like <laughs> it's ridiculous. Insanity. He is basically like if you were playing that old Nintendo game, uh ice hockey, you just basically merge all three of those players that you can choose from. And that's Gil yeah. McCarr. <laughs> well, well and, and, and that's just put them together, that's it. That's honestly the the thing is like I always say that Nathan McKinnon reminds me of like a weird combination of Crosby and Ovechkin yeah. where he plays with that power, but he's yep. got that, you know, that hockey, you know, sense and stuff like that. Kale McCarr is kind of like, uh, Oh, that should have been our king of the game. I missed a perfect opportunity. <laughs> Eric Carlson. Sorry. Is that, is that on me? No, no, Am no, I no. Talking over the, no, I was just reading oh, your segue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, Kale McCarr is kind of like Eric Carlson meets Connor McDavid. Like, you know, I'm not saying he's as good as those two players put together, but like, just his ability back there is—it's an unbelievable skill set. All right, yeah. we'll get to our real king of the game later, but the king of the game in our hearts is absolutely JoJo with the one save, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no goals against. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, shout out JoJo coming in when Kemper had a skate blade issue that he had to leave the game for. If you didn't think this game was weird, like you even have goalies just dipping <laughs> on a skate blade. That's a. <laughs> On a yeah, yes, 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 okay. Yeah. I I was I was seriously about to like cut him. Like, yeah. Like I, I was about to start calling for trades of Eric Johnson because he almost kicked Kale McCarr right in the nose on the bench. <laughs> with his skateboard. With, yeah, yeah, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy Gilmore style almost almost just took Kale McCarr out. Uh, and and dude, EJ just he's just struggling, man. He's right. He's riding the struggle bus right now. The puck work tonight was not fun. Again, yeah. again, dude. Yep, it's it not good. Yeah, it's got to get better. I think a, a lot. Of, a lot of things need to get better with puck work from this team in the defensive zone. Yeah. If you're really boring down into that tonight, there are multiple goals created because the Abs just failed to clear the zone. Yep. And so. Yeah, Ottawa capitalized on the opportunities, but just don't give them the opportunities in the first place. Uh, 
We can get into that a bit more, but we are brought to you all by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. Uh, you can get it here at the bar, eight different kinds on tap, or check your local liquor store. You can get it there along with their good company hard seltzer too. So use their Breck Beer Locator online to find it anywhere in the lower 48. Uh, so even if you're you're not a local, you can get the Breck Brew, give it a try today. And then hit up Green Mountain Dental Group when you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam with them. You get a free Sonicare toothbrush so you can take care of your teeth at home even better too. They're just 15 minutes from downtown, located over in Lakewood. They're super good at what they do, and they will even give you a bunch of friendly reminders just to make sure you're all up to date and get that free Sonicare toothbrush. Plus, coming up, if you're not doing anything else on Thanksgiving, there's a Rapids game. We're going to have coverage of it. I know a lot of you uh, in the chat have asked on this show if we're ever going to do Rapids coverage. Well, we're finally doing Rapids coverage, so be sure to check that stuff out. When uh, when you go over to Thursday, yeah, Thanksgiving's on Thursday, Rudo. You're such a genius. Uh, yeah, on Thursday, watch the Rapids game while you're hanging out and, and eating a bunch of turkey or maybe, you know, put the Rapids game on while you're sleeping off the turkey. And then uh, you can tune in here at DNVR to, to hear all about it and how things went down. So should be a fun time. We're, we're looking forward to it. Uh, they're playing the Timbers, right? The Timbers won the other night to, to put it in. I don't know what that... Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Rudo, Blaze, Jesse, talking about what's probably going to be the weirdest game of the season, I would assume. I don't know if you're going to get one much weirder than that. Um, <laughs> uh, this one this one just popped up on the TV as a replay, so let's just talk about this. Alex Newhook. So, uh, I was going to say, I want to get oh, into Newhook. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Gets the game winner. Um, obviously a great little play from Nuke to help create it on the four check, Absolutely. but Jesse, I think you, you said it best when they finally got a dude with skill down there. Yeah, seriously. So that, I mean, that, that's honestly the, the goal that Alex Newhook scored tonight is exactly what you are looking for out of a player like him. You know, we, we've talked for so long about get this guy into the lineup and with young players like this, this is honestly where I think they struggle the most. You know, someone like Newhook, who's been probably the best, the best or a top three player in every league he's played in his whole life, and yep. he's you know you always just have that ability to outskill everyone else in the rink. When when the chips are down, you are just better than almost every player in the rink. When you get to the NHL, and that's very much not the case unless you are Connor McDavid, <laughs> Nathan, Nathan McKinnon, Sidney yeah. Crosby, right? <laughs> um, I'll put Kel McCarr on there, too. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> but, like, you... And that's honestly part of what made Kale McCarr so interesting and, and such a rare player is that he jumped in right away and he was one of those players. And that's what I think was missing from from Newhook at the beginning of the season when they called him up was he just looked like he was trying to be the best player out there again. And what he did tonight was he got himself to the right areas, he skated hard, he tracked the puck well, and then he got into a situation where he was able to just let his natural abilities take over. What he's always been good at, what's yep. always made him the best player in the rink, was able to take over, and it was a beautiful skate-to-stick finish. And, and you know, again, we talk a lot about bottom six guys and needing more production. There's a guy with serious skill in your bottom six. That is why Alex Newhook is playing where he's playing right now and not on that top line because he's just better suited for that right now. And you keep letting him do stuff like that and you keep seeing him do stuff like that. He's going to work his way up the lineup. Oh, he's not going to be a bottom six no, his whole career. No, no absolutely, absolutely not. not. Yeah. But he's he's playing well right now and he's doing the things that he needs to do and he's starting to get rewarded with it. You know, someone's put in. He's got three goals now in, since this call-up. It's, it's, it's not hard to see what he's done different this call-up versus the beginning of the season. Just go back and watch the, the, the tape. It's, he's a completely different player. And tonight, you get to see him do the thing that everyone's been waiting to do, but he got there with the hard work, and then you get to have the skill payoff. Yeah. It's awesome to see. And yeah, Rudo, I'm so glad you called it out because it's not going to get touched on nearly enough. That is just more phenomenal work from Val Nichushkin below the goal line, which is exactly what he did to set up his own first goal yeah, to yeah. open the game, and then he does it on the game winner. <laughs> I just put it in game grades. That's what I was finishing up when we started this. This version of Val Nichushkin is a top six forward. Yep. You see how you know we'll see how long it keeps going, 
But, you know, you're being aggressive like that on pucks. He's finishing now, and he's distributing well. Dude, that's that's the player that they were hoping to get when they plugged him in on that on that wing to start the season. Abs uh, undefeated with Nuke in the lineup. Yep, 6-0. It's, uh, it's awesome to see. And, again, I, I think, Rudo, you were actually the one that said they miss a player like him when he's out who is just on pucks, uh, you know, closes gaps, and, and just he finds a way to get a stick on everything. Yep. He, he got some Selkie votes last year way down ballot. I mean, he's not a center, so he'll never get the right, vote. Right, right. But, like, the fact that there were – some people that you know respected that, it anyway right, right right that weren't avalanche contributors i actually think don uh dom uh Lecision, yeah, I think or however did. the hell I, you pronounce that i think you're, you're uh, on I think, pace there, I, yeah. I think he had him as like a fourth or fifth fifth place selkie vote because seriously i mean like he is that good yeah defensively yep. yeah genuinely one of the best defenders for forwards in the league yeah um, honestly yep um we can't cut Murray and Johnson. I'm, I'm, not, mean, I'm not sure if that's supposed to be a question or... <laughs> Murray did trip his own goaltender tonight, so yeah. <laughs> not yeah. a good look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. him and Eric Johnson didn't have didn't have the greatest nights. No, Murray, Murray struggled with the puck a little bit too as well down in the defensive zone. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's just become par for the course yeah. for him a, a lot of this season. But um, So look, I mean, I'm obviously a huge fan of LOC, but he's another one that he didn't get a goal tonight, but I thought he was really good. Like, he had a lot of chances and again he's just doing that's i mean this is the night where you see loc and you go all right this is why he can't last long term on a first line but he'll be completely effective if right, you move right, him right. 100 100 and, and i think that's kind of been how he's get, been in every game and and honestly like jared bedner's really liked him and i think again he's liked him within the context of exactly what you said this isn't a top line player but the fact that he's passable for what is it four games now Three or four, three or yeah. four games now, where it's like he's he's completely passable on that top line. He's not costing you anything, and in fact, you know if if he uh, if you know if he had a little bit more finish to his game, he he yeah. could have had one or two tonight because he got himself he in good position. Had a breakaway opportunity. And I forgot about that. He yeah. definitely could have had two. He had that one and the one timer from the slot. The yep. slot where he he put it center mass, but right, but right. still, yeah, you got to like the guy's energy too. Like he's one of those guys that's just always on somebody as right. well, right? right? Like he isn't kind of slacking when he's out on the ice. He's moving his feet. He's causing issues for the other team to make quick decisions. And that's right. when, you know, hopefully they make a wrong decision and you're, top guys right do something with that puck the, the that guys he's out there with yeah. right yeah. and and that honestly to me exactly what you just said about how he's always on someone is why he got that look over new hook to start sure because they're saying hey it's to, to me i almost kind of look at it as i'm sure the conversation is happening you know in those one-on-one -on -one meetings with you know bednar and new hook they're probably saying look what he does look to look where he's getting himself into position if you do that, you have the shot yeah. to finish that he doesn't have. If you can, if you can move your legs the way that he does, you you can be a top line player where he's got his shortcomings. Yeah, you've just got to emulate that effort level. And and again, th that to me was what Newhook did tonight on that game winner. Got himself to the net, won a stick battle, skate to stick, um, everything you want to see. Chat's talking about Joe, so I do want to bring it back around to that conversation. We talked about it a little bit. Blaze, seeing Joe stand up for himself, is that something the Avs need more of? Absolutely. With this team, I mean, obviously there's been a lot of people talking about the Avs being too soft. Um, Joe definitely <laughs> needs to stand up for him. I mean, there was a little bit of talk of, like, do you let that one go just to make sure that you get the two minutes right? Yeah, that was my take on yeah, it. Yeah, but, but. but still at that same time, like, you got to know that that guy's heated. That, that was a horrible play yeah 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 and and honestly what, what i what i liked about it was if you're gonna take the penalty get your money's worth and i thought he did he definitely got <laughs> his money's worth like uh, one we were having a conversation about jost where it's like you know the finishing ability has never quite come in the nhl but he's he's quickly becoming a matt calvert type of guy yeah, yeah. And if he adds that little bit more edge to his game if he's someone that you go into the corner with and he's gonna rough you up a little bit yeah. Look, you find ways to be valuable to your hockey team, right? For sure. So, and and I actually just because I completely forgot, even though we talked about it when we realized it wasn't McCarr, going back to Logan O'Connor, yeah. 
again, he, he just he got himself in the right position to put a puck to, to, to have a dangerous opportunity that led to the new hook goal directly. He picked up the first assist on that. So, I mean, you just look at those three guys right there. Newhook, uh, Nachushkin, and O'Connor. Just They just did the right things. They followed the right process on that on that goal, which on a night like tonight where you're battling everything, and, you have to do those things And you right. set up the dudes doing the hard work, getting right. their production done, and then you throw in our king of the game, Nazem Kadri, yep. who just is an absolute point machine oh, right now as a four-point night. <laughs> fourth in the NHL. He's fourth in the NHL in points. He's 22 points. 24. Is it 24? After tonight. <laughs> it, Unreal. I mean, he's just unstoppable right now, genuinely. And, and yeah, he had three assists with the, <laughs> the goal being uh, one of the empty netters, I think. He had the empty netter. Yeah, yeah. The empty netter, correct. Uh, and so... You got to talk about that... The what goal. was the one goal where he fed it over to the back door? That the, was the first oh, goal. Or yeah, was that the? F- yeah, yeah, beautiful touch pass. Yeah, yeah. totally on purpose to nuke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. It had to be the second goal then that he assisted on. Uh he was coming one? down along the boards. Ooh. Oh, to Taves. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, right. the, yeah, the yeah, socks yeah. in. It yeah. was like the angled to back post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. That was a ridiculous pass. I mean, Jesus. I also. I also love that Taves, for back-to-back games, you have defensemen leading odd man rushes and being the ones coming up with the goals. <laughs> it's, uh, you got three goals from defensemen tonight. Yeah. And, yep. you know, a, a bounty of more points beyond that. But what? I don't know how you prevent the abs from just running their offense through their defense like that because they just have too much talent. Yeah. They, I, they just do. I, I've been saying it since last season, and now you add in, you know, with the way that Byron's been playing, that defense is a legitimate, legitimate X factor. And, I, and, you know, people throw that term around a lot for, you know, for individual players and stuff. But when you start talking about matchups and playoffs and, you know, home ice advantage and those types of things, your decor, when it's healthy and playing kind of the way it is right now I mean how dynamic is that that even if you know uh, you know if you're on on the road and an opposing coach tries to match your third line with a first line well you throw Kale McCarr and Devon Taves out there and everything's kind of evened yeah, up it's fine <laughs> like like you're just having that many top tier defensemen is just I don't I don't I can't think of another decor that has been constructed like again when healthy when Byram's back <laughs> to have a top four of uh yep yeah dude seriously Absolutely. some team's gonna throw stupid money at him yeah I, I was saying if he keeps this up and they go on a, a nice playoff run he's getting that Matt Duchesne money eight and a half bro a hundred percent eight and a half to go score garbage time goals <laughs> Uh, yeah, chat is cracking me straight up. Straight shot of adrenaline tonight for sure. Uh, that game was a wild one up and down the whole whole night. Definitely not falling asleep anytime soon. We'll put it that way. Um, yeah, I, I know we got a couple super chats. We can hit those really quick. John, thank you for the five dollars. How much super chat money to cut Jack Johnson and Ryan? <laughs> okay, so it was, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> With more hey, of a car. Jack Johnson is swimmingly dressed. All right, uh, look, leave him alone. How much money does it take to get Bone Byram healthy? Because one of them yeah, sitting as soon as yeah. Byram's healthy. Yeah. So hold on, I do want to stop on this. Have you got, have either of you had an issue with? Jack Johnson or Ryan Murray, like a real When he issue. tried that 360 tonight, I had an issue with Jack okay, yeah, Johnson. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but I mean, just like on the whole, I just don't think they've been. Jack Johnson is exactly what he is billed as, right. which is not very good. Right. Totally passable veteran on your bottom pairing that like, don't put him in any kind of spotlight. But R- Ryan Murray's been a little disappointing to me. I I thought there was going to be a bit more puck moving ability there. That re- it's not been consistent enough yeah, for me to it, really it trust. It looked well, better at the beginning of the year. Now it's kind of faded off. I was going to say because what nothing. is this game fifteen? Like he's healthy. 
<laughs> he's healthy right now. And like he's that's he, not good when that's what you're starting. Well, no, with. no, but, but, but what I'm no, no, I'm not, I'm not even saying that as like, oh well, it's okay because he's healthy. I'm saying like, what's ups, what's disappointing about it was, wow, you think there could be a really good player there yeah, if he stays exactly. healthy, and he stayed healthy through the you know. Given everything that has happened, <laughs> relative to, to the abs, team, he's right? healthy. <laughs> he's staying healthy, and 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 the play just hasn't come the way you were hoping it would. If if he got that break, yep. and I think that is maybe what's been disappointing is he he's been the disappointing sure. version and, of himself, and, yeah. and like you're not you're fine with it. You're right, not going to play right, McDermott over him. No, right. no. But but it's just uh, you were hoping if you get the health. Can you maybe get a version of the player that was billed when he came into Can the league that he's shown twenty five points out of that right, guy? Or right, right, and yeah. and it just hasn't been there. There's a still a lot of season left. Not to say that he can't get hot and suddenly he settles, he fully settles into the system and it just starts clicking. Like that could absolutely happen, maybe. But based on what we've seen early, it looks like you're probably just going to get a third pairing guy out of him for a year and then. Yep. Regardless of what happens, he'll move on from in the offseason. He'll go try again in Arizona or something like that. Pretty much. Uh, One more super chat here. Thank you, Tommy, for the five bucks. Have the rules changed since I played college hockey with Berkey offsides on the third goal? We were not confident that he was onside. (laughs) Um, There was one angle they showed because I thought when he pulled it back, I thought he pulled it back to drop it. But it was the last angle they showed. It actually looked like he just lifted his stick and then touched it after it got over the blue line. So I actually think it kept moving forward the whole time. Um, Ottawa looked at it. They were definitely looking at it. And yeah. I think one of you said that you read the lips of one of the coaches that, that yeah, said, they were no, shaking their yeah, head. Like, no, nah. I don't think. And, and the other thing to keep in mind with the rule change, I think it was a great rule change. You have got to be pretty, pretty, pretty confident. If well, you're going to challenge something it, now, I, you know, it happened earlier in the first period where they called an offsides on Taze, I think it was, that we were like, that wasn't offside. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So it's like... Uh, yeah, it's... You know, it's it's razor-thin margins, and if if the coach wasn't willing to challenge it, right, they're pretty confident. He, he had possession, yeah. so he was on sides. That one, like, it gives yeah, so that rule much is so power gray. to the linesman. It's so gray. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, he definitely did, like, you know... Just because he doesn't have his stick on the puck doesn't mean that he's not in full possession of right, that puck. Right, right, right. So now, would you guys rather the linesman? Which, which would you rather have here on plays that are borderline? Would you rather let have the linesman not blow it dead and and you know even them knowing like ooh that was really close? I'm not gonna blow it dead to see if something happens, knowing we can review it. Or would you rather them? Always err on the side of caution and blow stuff dead that looks Well, it depends who are we talking about. The abs have <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or is it the other team? I mean, <laughs> i put a microchip in the puck and have a robot get it right every single time. Oh, the other thing is. I don't get. I also don't get. <laughs> the uh, players can feel the difference when the, the microchip's f- in yeah, there. Th- which, <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, I know. I just wanted to say but they, it's hilarious. They, I was going to say, but they do say that. Uh, I know there was a few college programs back in the day that actually used chips and pucks and um, posts in the lights. Yep. Yeah. Lights in the posts. <laughs> to like laser we know where you're going yeah, with yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, uh, I mean, ESPN did that back in the 90s with the little blue puck, red yeah. puck. Yeah, well, no, no, but but they did it for tracking if the puck crossed the goal line. Yeah, sure. Like and so it's like, I... I VAR style. Yeah. Right, right, right. So it's like, you know the technology exists, and they're doing it now. Uh, I mean, SAP is tracking stats with pucks and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So it's like, you're already doing it. You already have the technology. It's, I actually it's heard, coming. I heard that ESPN stopped the puck tracking thing because the pucks were too expensive. I believe. And when that. they lose them into the crowd, because that was what like the early two thousands at yeah. most, like late nineties, yeah. and they lose them into the crowd. It's like ah, there's a twenty eight dollar puck gone. <laughs> it's not quite as expensive these days, I don't think. Yeah, I was but. gonna say I can't imagine that that costs you much. But yeah, no, I, I'm with you. Put, uh, yeah, put it put a a, a cross centered chip in the in the puck and. Just be done with all yeah, the... No. You'll never mess it up again. And the machine will just go offsides, onside. It's that yeah. easy. I also don't get why baseball doesn't use... Oh, don't even get me started on strike zone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, but I just don't get... I, I, I'm not going to get you started. You're, you're not allowed to say anything. Okay. I'm just going to say okay. this. I used to work with a dude who was a huge baseball fan, and like an old school baseball fan, and he hated the idea. 
And he's like, oh, I just don't know how, how they, why you would even do that. I said, the technology already exists. We watch it on <laughs> TV at home. Pitch, every day, yeah. the, the audience at home. All of them. All of them are, all, like, you already have the information, <laughs> you, like, usable. You have the technology implemented. You actively just choose not to use it. That's the part that's crazy for me. At least we can use the excuse in hockey of, like, oh, you know, we don't have those types of chips in the puck. Nope. <laughs> Baseball uses it. For 162 games a year for 30-plus teams. And they're like, mm, nah, we're good with just errors <laughs> at the game instead of using what we've already built out. All right. Anyways. So don't be baseball and make better decisions about your life. Yeah. Make sure you're using the right tools for the right job. For sleeping, that's a snooze sleep mattress. They got the four-in-one mattress that gives you firm, soft, hot, or cool, depending on which way you flip it and which way you put on the mattress cover. So it's the first four-in-one mattress of its kind. Be sure to check it out. They will deliver to you, and they're local here to Colorado. So uh, make sure you get on that. Uh, did you know that not getting enough sleep is one of the number one causes in couples fighting? Really? Yeah. So new sleep is here to help keep couples together. They uh they got the the mattress that can uh, be each side. You can kind of get it how you like it. Make sure you're good to go. Hannah is feisty in the morning if you oh, wake yeah? her up before she's ready. So I, I I can fully see that. Yeah, she's uh she's ready to scrap, bro. Oh, all right. Yeah, the morning fight. That's one way to Dude. wake up. Dude, and it's just like even if, like if it's just a slight inconvenience for her, like I'll I'll like break out Animal Crossing, just laying in bed on Saturday. Can you turn that down? It's like. Sorry about that. Wow. Sorry want, about that. I want your life. <laughs> <laughs> Blaze has four kids knocking his door down in the morning. <laughs> well, no, I mean, my other one's like sleep till noon if you let Oh, that's yeah, a dream. Yeah, yeah. Right there. One, though. I know one that, that like, yeah. <laughs> wakes up at the crack of light. <laughs> yeah. It's brutal. All right. Yeah, being able to do whatever's dope. Well, yeah. <laughs> instead of fighting with your family in the mornings, maybe try Strava Craft Coffee as your morning coffee. It's, it's got the CBD. I'm so print that on a mug. <laughs> <laughs> if Quebec doesn't get a team in the next five years, you can print me the mug. That's right. <laughs> That's a side bet we got. Uh, I've got a lot of bets going on. You this got a year. lot of bets. Oh my goodness. Uh, you Strava Craft Coffee. Maybe if you you stay up and, and drink too much in a late abs game, it'll help you with the hangover. <laughs> In the morning with the CBD helps with joint pain, migraines, aches, and pains all over your body. So give Strava a try today. You can get 25% off when you use code DNVR25 at checkout. And if you sign up for their subscription service, you can get 20% off every order for basically forever. We've got those Strava pods. They're great. Yeah, yeah. You just pop them right <laughs> yeah. in the Keurig oh. and you're good to go. Nice. Living I did not know that they had pods. Yeah, yeah. they do. Well. I'm about to go well, make an order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, Jesse's Merry ordering Christmas, that. Dad. They, you can also get Hassle Cattle Company right now. They got a special for the holidays. Get 15% off with code DNVR20, DNVR15. Excuse me. Numbers. They're tough. Uh, you can get whatever you want. The Wagyu beef burgers for everyone for the, the family dinner. Or you can go with steaks, tomahawk steaks, sirloins, bone-in, ribeyes. You name it. They got the whole gamut. It's all ridiculously delicious. Go check them out. Hey, can we uh, pull Ryan B's comment up there for me, please? <laughs> <laughs> what, what does it say? You might as right well pay Jesse, that bet up now. Like a, <laughs> NHL yeah, that's, never going that's back right. to Quebec. There's, yeah. no, there's no E on my name, but everything else in there. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I just, I just don't see it. They, they got a couple politicians right now who are pumping the tires of it to get some votes. The, 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 the financial stability is just I, not there. I'll say this. I don't think it happens until Bettman's gone. I, I, I just don't think it's a big enough market. Do you know that little inside information here okay the uh, vice president of blackberry tried to bring that to quebec back really and the nhl basically shut him down didn't want him to be an owner Oof. who was it so this was all during this was they wanted to bring arizona back up to quebec yeah. obviously when they, was this they, this is be 10 years ago okay so a bit ago yeah 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 i mean blackberry was relevant that's how <laughs> they're still oh, they still own like the government contracts right yeah but maybe 
Nah, maybe they don't. I don't know. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> well, that, if 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 they if they do if they own the government contract, that's why everything has gone so haywire. The last five years, we still have our our U.S. officials using BlackBerry. I mean, allegedly they're super secure, but I don't know anything about them, so I can't actually talk to it. Uh, getting back into this game, which is <laughs> anything but secure, this hockey game. Oh, yeah. Uh, where? Like, realistically, which parts of the film do you take from this game and say, look, this is something we can improve on? Because I feel like a lot of this is you just burn the tape, take the dub, and move on. Yeah. Thinking about that, that's a really hard question (laughs) to answer because it was, like, the craziest game from start to finish. I don't know if there's a lot of tape that you could be like, we really need to work on this because it was just abnormal from start to finish. It was abnormal. I didn't didn't think they really did anything... That terrible. Poorly, yeah. yeah, I didn't think they did anything. Like, I, I, I really do. I think there's maybe a couple, like, you know, pull Ryan Murray into video and be like, hey, this is why it's not good to trip your own goalie. Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I think there's a couple things from, like, an individual standpoint that they'll be able to pull out of this game for sure. a few guys. But on the whole, yeah, Rudo, I think for the most part, hey, way to battle through it. Um, you know, if, if if we bring that same effort level on most nights, it's not going to be this way where yeah. th- there's all kinds of craziness happening. And, and you know, you just I, I think that's kind of what you say. I, I, I don't really know how much yeah. else there is to add, you know. I mean, it, it's really tough. Even, you know, you're looking for a negative. And you're like, well, they even went one for four on the power play. They got the big goal when they needed it from special teams. So. Right, right. It's it's really really tough to pull significant negatives beyond. Don't do stupid nonsense shit. <laughs> that you all like obviously all the players know some of the completely boneheaded things they did. You don't need tape for that. What's it's our just, what's our Strava promo code? Uh, DNVR twenty five if it's your first order. <laughs> DNVR twenty if it's just your normal. You order. could wait till after the show, but you know, hey, this is unbelievable. You I, I'm, I'm, I'm just supporting our, our fine sponsors here. Yeah. And if I don't it do it, I'll, I forget. True. I'm very forgetful. Just immediately forget. That's yeah, exactly yeah. what I'm going to do with this hockey game is right, right, right. immediately forget about it. <laughs> yeah. should do too, yeah. for sure. So uh, five in a row is five in a row? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. And, and again, we just, we talked about it. Boom. Thanks, Strava. <laughs> um, you know, we talked about it after the second Columbus game where we said, hey, things aren't going great, but you weren't as off pace as as it seemed after 10 games, right? You, you want to be collecting 12 points for every 10 games. They got nine through that first stretch. We said, okay, so now for your next 10, you've just got to overdrive a little bit. They've already got 10 yeah. points in five games. And and, yep. and you feel you're feeling completely different about where they're at in this season. You've got games in hand on the top teams in in the in your division and in the league. Yeah, and you're you're basically knocking on the door of the wild card right now. Right, I think right. you're at Nashville one today, so they're yeah, probably they're one, by, they're one out by total points. They're still behind, but by points yep. percentage, they're well ahead. Yep. So uh, so they're now two points back of the Predators for the final wild card spot with three games in hand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, and yeah, they have three ga- yeah three games in hand on every team above them. Yep. And and like if they win out, they're ahead of all of those teams. Yeah, <laughs> ba- Vegas three points ahead of the Abs with and the Abs have four games in hand. Yeah. Um, they are actually sitting in second place in the Central, fourth in the Western Conference if you're going off points percentage. Yep. Uh, I saw Chad talking about We talked about this on the pregame a little bit, but a lot of dudes skating again for the Avs. Yes. Uh, do we do we know when Byram will be back? Do we have an estimate? Nope. So what Jared Benor is saying is that they are letting Byram be completely the judge of how, how hard they're pushing him, uh, what, what all he's doing. They're letting him get on the ice when he's comfortable. And right now they're just uh, – Hey, it's always oh, ankle season, all right? I, always ankle season. We got year what's, round. What's we got our own ankles. The the Nugget Show has wins ankles. I got flip flops on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we got double ankles. <laughs> yeah, right. no, I, it's, I wear jeans like a normal person. All right, ankle season 24 seven three sixty five. Even my jeans show some ankle. <laughs> you always got to. The tight jeans are not my style. Um, right. Nine shots for Caleb. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, geez, nine <laughs> shots for Kel McCarr. But no, so um, 
Really encouraging, though. It's it's going on, I think, six days in a row that Byram has been on the ice, has been doing pretty intense off-ice workouts. Um, just all good signs for someone who's had concussion issues in the past. The, uh, he's being reevaluated after every skate, after every workout, meeting with the, the training staff and stuff. Um, so, I mean, if, if that keeps going well, I, I'd imagine maybe this weekend, maybe they get him in the Dallas game. Um, or the back to back or something. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe they wait till the second leg of the back to back to get him back in. Yeah. Um, and then just since we're already in this room, Nathan McKinnon. Not I'm not expecting him to play this week. Um, they have four games, three after tonight. Um, I don't think he'll be in any of them. Um, I am expecting him to be a game time decision for Monday at Toronto. So he sh- he should work in their way back. He basically. should skate yeah. on that trip next week. Yeah. Uh, Franco's kind of the same, not quite ready to activate him yet. He's getting there. And Martin Kaut has been skating the last few days, took morning skate today. Um, they never really said what his injury was. Like I said, I, I yeah. think I've got an idea of what McKinnon's is. We obviously know what Byram's is. We know what Franco's is. Um, we know that JT confers some type of pull or strain, in the uh, upper body somewhere. Right, right. Yeah. And and so, you know, we kind of have an idea. Martin Couch just wonder he's like, oh, yeah, he's hurt. He'll be back sometime. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that the last basically thing that was up there, I think it was from uh, Chris Morton. I mean, that's that's very true. Like with concussions, you don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it, it reminds me of kind of Crosby's concussion stuff where it was yeah. like for a while there at the beginning of the year. I, I can't remember what one it was, but it was like. Oh, it seems like he's going to be playing in the next few weeks. And it took months because you just don't know. Like, that's the weird thing about concussions is like you feel good one day. You feel like crap. Even even Byram on this concussion. Right. He he practiced the next day. Right. At full speed. Yeah. You know, he leaves the game, practices at full speed. There's kind of this collective sigh of relief. And even after when we talked to Jared Bednar after practice, we said, how's Byron feeling? He said he's feeling really good. Yep. He got up today feeling great. He skated feeling good. He's talking to the trainers again, but from everything I'm hearing, he's, he's good to go. It's, and the next morning, his, it was, he's not doing great. It, it's something that I can't explain to someone who hasn't had a concussion before because it it's just weird. Like, you, you wake up and feel fine, and then other days you wake up and, like, you look at a light and it's like, oh, I'm going to go vomit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you just there's no control over it. It's just you're on for the ride, basically, with a concussion until it gets better. Which, and unfortunately, in some cases, it just doesn't. Um, but hopefully, not the case with Byron. Yeah, you, you you hope and 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 I I wrote about this um, last week. It's refreshing to see the abs take this approach with a concussion, right? Yeah. Um, we talk a lot about. Uh, you know, sports and specifically hockey, how guys battle through injuries, and that's really considered a badge of honor. Now, one, there's there's part of that that I so respect because that is the ultimate. These these people are willing to put their bodies on the line to achieve their ultimate goal, their ultimate dream, and that is not some. Not everybody is wired that way, and it really does take a special type of person to want to do that. But there also is a level of it where I'm sure that there's players that battle through stuff that maybe they don't want to because they feel pressure that, hey, I need to get back. Hey, I need to be, you know, this this is my job. You know, you look at someone like Pavel Francouz. Dude signed a two-year contract and has not played a game of it, you know? Like like there can be people that that feel that pressure and maybe put themselves in vulnerable positions that they shouldn't. I love that the abs are taking this approach that, you are back when you feel ready. Yeah. Not when we Whoa. say you're ready. Not when we sign. Now, obviously, I'm sure they're going to make sure their doctors do sign off on it. <laughs> but you know that that they're saying if you aren't comfortable stepping on the ice for practice, we're I mean, not going to make you. Especially with the Byron, right? Dude, right, kid's 20 right. years old. Right. Does his whole career ahead yeah. of him? Why? Why risk that? Right. It's just right. Yeah. Be- beyond this season, why would you risk that? Yeah. And and I'm glad to see that they they're. You know, I don't want to say I'm glad to see they're taking it seriously because all of those I I do truly believe injuries and stuff in 99% of cases are taken very seriously, just maybe not handled the correct way. Um, I'm glad to see they're taking this this seriously. They're handling it the right way. Um, they're collaborating with the player 
to make sure that he feels comfortable um, and, and he feels ready to get back into game action uh, and, 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 you know, even just skating and stuff. And so it sounds like good news is finally coming for the abs. Uh, I think they've gone three straight games without an injury. Yeah. I without think a new injury. This was the third in a row without an injury. So <laughs> knock on all the wood. But... Uh, well, you see, you see Kemper leave the game, and you're not sure, and you're like... Well, well so <laughs> he, he was down, and we're like, oh, I think it's just a skate thing. Cuts away, and it cuts back, and he's getting, like, like, double helping help. Him like, oh, my gosh! <laughs> but it was just because he couldn't put the one skate down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that, that, that jump cut back was a little jarring. <laughs> but the Avs got through this one, I think, with injuries and the game itself. They got the dub. They keep the winning streak going. Any final thoughts from either of you? No. What's our... Abs keep what's, going. Oh, what's our man games lost? It's a lot. Uh, it, it was at 52. Uh, I believe they showed it the other game. I think when you were in Seattle, they showed it, and I believe it was at 63. Yeah, I was going to say, cause wow. it was at 52 like a week and a half ago. Yeah. And, and you've had several guys miss some games now. So, yeah, I'm sure it's up into the 60s after tonight approaching 70. Yep. It's um, it's bad. Yeah, not not much really to take away from this game. You know, no. you basically you throw that one in the trash can. <laughs> yeah. You got away with the W there. Good for the Avs. Uh, just keep moving forward and keep on trying to get those Ws. Yeah, that, that's that's all you can do. And, and um, this is what you needed. And again, I said it at the start of the show or at the start of the night on the pregame show. You keep this up and suddenly you're looking at McKinnon and it's like, we got a pretty good thing going here. We add this back in. We're feeling great, but don't mess this up. <laughs> don't mess it up. Come back and add. Oh, he's not. Yeah, he's no, gonna no. I know. And, and I'm, add to it. I'm, I'm being facetious uh, a little bit, but like, um, this is the exciting part, right? Yeah. Like you're rolling right now, and you get McKinnon and Byram back. On paper, you get better. And then yeah. you add Phil Kessel. <laughs> Woo! The hot dog per sixty goes yeah. up so much, dude. <laughs> Crazy! I told my buddy uh, in Seattle uh, the burrito story. Yeah. He was dying, bro. He <laughs> dying. He loved it. So funny. All right. Chat, we love you. We're going to get out of here. Thank you for watching. We appreciate it so very, very much. Be sure to like and subscribe here on YouTube. Uh, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow with uh, our usual pod, 130. You know the drill. I'm sure we'll be talking about everything abs and probably other nonsense going on around the league. So, <laughs> Until then, we'll talk to you all later.